You're headed to UNLV for a big matchup this weekend, probably one of the two biggest remaining non-conference games for Illinois. Yeah, this one uh, coming up, and then, of course, Missouri is a big one. Uh, the New Mexico State game will be nostalgic for a lot of reasons, of course, for Coach Henson up in Chicago. But, yeah, I would say as far as resume builders before the uh, resumption of the Big Ten season, uh, yeah, this, this would be certainly on the list. Do you even want to talk about the ball game from last night? It would just <laughs> Illinois got the win, so I think that's the only thing that that uh, would make anybody want to think about it because it was just not a pretty ball game. Yeah, and I uh, Brad Underwood told me that the other night at the coaches. So he said this one may be tougher than people think, just because I think what Illinois has been doing in a lot of cases, especially defensively, is the way they guard Illinois and the way they you know, get in the passing lanes and the way they disrupt other teams' offense. I mean, both Chris Collins and Mark Turgeon said the same thing at Northwestern and Maryland, that Illinois wouldn't let them run their stuff. And so I think uh, last night it, it had more to do with what Austin P was doing uh, in the sense that Illinois is more talented than Austin P, but because the way Austin P was playing and disrupting their offense flow of any kind, uh, Illinois just, you know, Austin P had a chance to win. And I think that's the case with Illinois against maybe Northwestern and Maryland, Maryland especially, uh, you know, a, a team that's, you know, going to be picked higher in the Big Ten than Illinois. And the Illini were right there with a chance to win and probably should have won it. So, I don't know. I, it's one of those games I think you kind of throw out because it was more about the matchup than anything, you know, sure the team needed to play with more fire, and, and Brad Underwood talked about that. But I don't know. I just think you get the win and you move on more than anything after that one. Well, and I think you also look at what happened in college basketball just this week. It, you know, you can have top-ranked teams to lose to these mid-major schools or the quote no names. I mean, the gap between the big schools and the and the and the small schools isn't that big in terms of talent. And one night you're taking Maryland into overtime, and the next night you're having uh, trouble with an OVC team. Yeah, and uh, Bruce Weber told me years ago. He said, "Don't." read too much into non-conference games. He said it's always dangerous to start comparing scores or comparing notes. And we've got the added wrinkle of the two Big Ten games squeezed in here in the middle. But uh, he told me years ago, you know, be careful with what you uh, analyze about what happens in non-conference because there's uh, goofy things that can happen because teams are just kind of getting themselves in order, so to speak, on offense or defense. And sometimes you get what you got last night, for instance, with some of the the major upset. So I've always remembered that from what he told me years ago, and it, I've talked to other coaches about it, and they agree that it's uh, dangerous on some of those non-conference games. Well, Illinois will take on UNLV late Saturday night. Tip is 11 p.m. Central time. Game day coverage begins at 9.30. The running Rebels, Illinois, beat them uh, a little the last time they saw them. But, uh, Brian, let's open up your notebook and see what you got. Yeah, Revante Rice was uh, part of that game. In fact, he uh, was part of a, a late run for Illinois that won that ball game the last time they played out uh, in Las Vegas. That was at the uh, Thomas and Max Center. Rice had 25 and had the game winner with 28 seconds. And these teams have played before. They played uh, played in the NIT back in 1980. They played in 2000 out in Maui. Uh, Illinois defeated UNLV in Tulsa back in 2011 as part of the tournament and also played them in Chicago and got beat. Uh, in Bruce Weber's last year, 64-48. to 48. So those are some of the, the meetings between the two schools. And, of course, UNLV has a, a big player, seven-footer, in uh, Brandon McCoy out of Chicago, 
uh, Cathedral Classic uh, Catholic High School, and he's been averaging a double-double. I mean, like big double-double numbers so far this year. So he's a handful, and I know that uh, UNLV and Illinois have several interesting comparisons uh, as far as this season so far. Both teams started 6-0. and Both lost their first game in a road game in a challenge event, Illinois at Wake Forest and UNLV at Northern Iowa. And both teams this year have lost back-to-back overtime games. And both teams started uh, the same lineup every game until Illinois changed last night. So those are some of the similarities. And um, playing out at the MGM uh, Grand Hotel Arena, which is a bigger arena than I thought. I thought it was going to be a little smaller, but it's a pretty good-sized arena uh, there at the MGM. And uh, Illinois and UNLV playing there because the Thomas and Mack Center has a rodeo. Uh, going on at its building for the next uh, few days. And so they played their last game there in this arena, and they'll play this game late Saturday night in the same place. It'll be uh, an interesting test, too, for Illinois. You know, they had a road game against Northwestern, but that was an arena where half the crowd was for the Illini, and their other true road game was against Wake Forest. That ended in a loss. Plus, now you have the, the added element of, you know, going west and you're two hours behind, so it's a really late night feel. So it'll be a big challenge for Illinois, I think. Oh yeah, for sure. And I, you know, we'll see what kind of crowd they get. I know the Wake Forest game that was maybe half full to two thirds full against the uh, Demon Deacons down in Winston Salem. So we'll see you know, how many Illini fans are out in Vegas. I know several are. Uh, be interesting to see how many people walk in, and you know, it's the arena's in the hotel, so we'll see. Uh, you know. <laughs> how many people just walk in to watch the game. And, and it is, and that's why the team's leaving tonight. You know, they're getting out there. We'll be out there this evening, and then they'll have all day uh, tomorrow to practice and get acclimated and so forth and then play the game late Saturday night and come back on Sunday. Uh, I think the, the guys thought that uh, the coaching staff thought they'd spend the night Saturday night because it was so late. Instead of getting back here in the you know, wee hours of the morning, just go ahead and get a good night's sleep and come back, you know, arrive by mid-afternoon on Sunday. So that's kind of the schedule here for the next few days all right brian well we appreciate you checking in as you get ready to hit the road and uh, hope that we'll be talking about an illinois victory okay we'll get those power naps in on saturday <laughs> indeed that's the, the <laughs> that's the illini notebook with the voice of the fighting illini brian barnhart brought to us by guido's jupiter's billy Baruz and seven saints local news is coming up